to another episode of Reasons to be Happy. I'm your host, Paula. I am currently recording during the peak of another COVID surge in the United States. Here in Boston, things are pretty grim. Seems like everyone left and right is testing positive, and at this point, pretty much everyone's been exposed and been in close contact. So in a way, if you haven't had it yet, it feels like you're just a sitting duck waiting to get it over with. I haven't had COVID yet in the past two years, um, at least not that I'm aware of, but It seems kind of wild right now considering how many times I've been exposed and been working in a school this whole time. I saw a tweet recently that said not having gotten COVID yet feels like you're hiding in the back of a long middle school dodgeball game and the front lines have just been thinned. And yeah, I feel that. I actually recently had somewhat close call with it. Um, I had some symptoms and then I took a rapid test. It came back kind of unclear with that like very faint pink line which I believe you're to assume that you've had it or you have it. So then I did a PCR test that came back negative. So who knows, honestly, but, um, and I'm still kind of feeling a little off, like tightness in my chest a little bit. But anyway, didn't set out to go on a long rant about COVID today. But I did want to reflect on the pandemic because, well, it's affecting our mental health and potentially taking happiness away from ourselves. So I think it's worth exploring and also reframing some of those negative thoughts that are probably a result of the pandemic and looking at them in a more positive, feel-good type of way, if possible. So I'll speak for myself, but I feel like a lot of us are experiencing this ambiguous feeling that this way of life, this new normal, as the expression goes, which I really don't like that expression, but this is our reality now and things aren't going to return back to pre-pandemic life. I was scrolling through TikTok and I saw recently a video of a girl expressing how she's just realizing that the pandemic made her lose part of herself that will never come back. And while that is such a depressing thought, it honestly was so relatable because I also have felt like something has disappeared from my soul. Um, It's like this empty feeling and I wonder if this is the case for others. So it seems like it's a few different things. It's the trauma and the emotional distress that we've been living through, that constant uncertainty, the possibility of getting sick or infecting someone, the inconvenience of changing and canceling plans, knowing what the right thing to do is and making a ton of decisions based on health and safety. It's a lot. And then it's the isolation that we've now become accustomed to. You know, the countless parties and holiday gatherings that we've had to cancel on top of the really long lockdown that we had in 2020. So we've all become accustomed to that now. And it's almost like that's our set point to not really see that many people. And for me anyway, it feels unnaturally draining to socialize and make plans with people, which is the opposite of how we care for our mental health. But, you know, it's kind of what we have now adapted to for the past two years. So it's going to take some time to get back into our old social habits. And I also think that it's the fact that society is almost trying to come off like it's normal, like everything is fine, but things are clearly the opposite of normal. Um, And that results in some tension. And even if it's under the surface, but Also, people have so many different opinions about COVID and its severity, what to do if you've been exposed, 
what the symptoms mean, what you should do to prevent it. It's just all too much stimulation and it's exhausting. So, you know, we we cope with it. Um, I think a lot of us are putting it kind of outside of our um, minds for a little bit and just getting through the day to day, doing our best to feel normal and like the way things were. And a lot of us are being pretty successful with that. But the fact is the circumstances that we're living in now are not typical. And in a way, it's like we're grieving the way that we used to live. I'm not saying that we're sobbing every day about this, but we're mourning that time. And we're, you know, looking back on that and thinking, wow, things were so much easier and we didn't have this worry. So we were more carefree in in some ways. But I'm not trying to be dramatic here, but I also feel like it's worth highlighting the fact that we're not really living our lives normally. And as a result, it's very appropriate for us to feel disconnected from ourselves, feel lost, and maybe even a little bit broken. So with that said, and I swear I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer, but I just want to set the scene because frankly, that's the antithesis of what this podcast is all about. And I also believe that there's really not anything to gain from just focusing on how doom and gloom everything is. I do have the philosophy that when we think negative thoughts, we just attract more negativity and that continues to be our world. So I'm going to move away from that. But um, yeah, so as much as we may have felt like we've lost parts of our pre-pandemic selves, I also feel like, for me anyway, I've found parts of myself that I might not have known otherwise. And for that, I'm really thankful. I feel like there are a few ways that I've grown and dare I say it even benefited from the pandemic. And I want to go into those ways to hopefully trigger some more positive reframing around these crazy and challenging past two years. So the first way that I think I've grown is I've tapped into this deep appreciation of rest and stillness. So when we weren't allowed to do things, it released this huge burden of productivity and being busy for me. I no longer value being busy. And it's interesting because I actually feel really sorry now for people who always say they're so busy instead of the old me that would be impressed by that. And I don't have, I don't hold productivity and this high level of achievement to the esteem that I once did. I am so much more impressed by people who have inner peace, who are content and appreciate the simple joys of life. People who are humble and compassionate, who take time for their families and resting and just taking care of themselves. For me anyway, it's not a badge of honor to be busy and constantly working and constantly making money. I admire people who are real, who are honest, who are balanced, and those are the people that I'm now gravitating towards. Anyway, um, so back to finding the positive in all this, I used to travel quite a bit pre-pandemic, and that was something that I'd get really excited about, Um, you know, just booking tickets and counting down the days and planning everything out, and I realized that excitement about looking forward to something has kind of gone away because a I have not traveled but b because the uncertainty of knowing if the plan would happen or not stressed me out and so I haven't planned anything but I think even if I had I would tell myself to not get all that excited about it as a way to like protect myself and I know that that's entirely fear-based thinking 
but it's causing excitement about life to kind of fade away. And that's something that I'm certainly going to work on and continue to work on. But because of that, I've learned to really appreciate living in the present moment. And that's this first point that I think I've grown in because I now accept that the present moment is the only reality that we have. We can be in the current moment and find so much happiness and joy in that point in time. Whereas when I think back on the past and think back in the future, I generally tend to get into a negative frame of mind. And that's not 24-7, but that's just what I experience. And I think a lot of us can find more contentment and peace by living in the present and being mindful of that. Um, And I'm not saying that we just don't ever reflect on the past and don't ever plan anything anymore. That's not what I'm trying to get at because there's a lot of joy that you can get by looking back on fond memories or, um, you know, planning a trip that you're really excited about. But I think for me anyways, that those are, um, you know, good feelings and the positive visualizations that you have when you're planning something that you're looking forward to. And in a post-pandemic world, there's so much more unknown and fear with the future. So that's been impacted for me. Um, But I guess my point is to not dwell on those fear-based thoughts or worries, which, like I said, tends tends to take up most of my thoughts about the future as opposed to thinking about like best case scenario. I think that that's just something that is a part of my personality and wiring that I'm working on. But going back to that calmness and stillness that I've learned to really appreciate during the pandemic. So the benefits of being in the present moment, and you'll hear so many notable figures and spiritual teachers talk about the importance of being mindful and living in the present, but it is astounding. So did a little research. Buddha, um, wise Buddha said, the secret of health for both mind and body is not to mourn for the past nor to worry about the future, but to live the present moment wisely and earnestly. And then Leo Tolstoy said, the only way, the only time that is important is right now. It is the most important time because it is the only time that we have any power. Clearly, they were on to something. And one of the things that I've noticed about being present is how I'm so much more observant of my surroundings and I appreciate the world around me. Like, the little things in nature and birds and different scents and sounds, the sun streaming through the window and warming up my face. I know it sounds so corny and I realize that, but it's like the ordinary things in your world become more interesting and not as boring and routine and you really pay them notice. It's like you're literally stopping to smell the roses. And then when I find that I'm doing that, I'm more curious about my environment I'm wondering things. I'm like just really in my heart, just like very at peace and at rest, which immediately takes my mind off of future worries or past sadness. So that is a win for me. And I think it also makes me really grateful. I appreciate the little things around me, which so many of us know gratitude breeds happiness and the law of attraction. You will get good things in your life if you are thankful for what you currently have. I'm a firm believer of that. And this also kind of just this present moment and really being in your world, this kind of ties into how kids view the world because they observe their world through curiosity. Everything they're seeing and discovering is so novel to them. 
and they don't have any thoughts or judgments attached to what they see. They're just seeing it. And I think in a way that can make us less judgmental when we're just observing. We're going through life, observing people in the world, our environment, we're noticing patterns, and we're not as judgy. But anyway, I think that that's something I gained and I have been refining, I would say, during the pandemic because, of course, I'm human and I still can get into ruts of just, you know, anxious thinking about the mistakes that I made and regretful thinking or worrying about something that's coming up. So it's a work in progress. But um, another thing, too, is I recently or not recently, but during the pandemic, I got into podcast walks during that time. I used to run um, and I started walking. I feel like everyone started walking because it was the only thing you could do. Um, But I found that it just was such a stress reliever for me. Um, When I started walking, I find myself more in the present moment. And I think sometimes running does that. But for whatever reason, walking is something that I feel like I could do forever. And I don't want it to be done. I'm really enjoying it. And with running, I'm sometimes like, this sucks. I want to (laughs) just go home and be done. But okay, went off on a little tangent there. But the point is, as much as we've changed and been impacted and in many ways broken, I think that we've also grown and found abundance in some way. And so my first takeaway was my appreciation for the present moment and just the stillness of that moment. Another second way I've grown in the past two years is recognizing what in my life no longer serves me. And not all of, you know, what I kind of shed during the pandemic stemmed from it, but like I can't attribute everything to it, but I do think it played an important role. So Um, And I'm speaking mostly of the relationship that I was in and the job I had. So being removed from that relationship when I was quarantining and just not really spending as much time with that person and also just the job I had, I was, you know, still working remotely, but I was still more removed from it. It allowed me to realize how they weren't really enhancing my joy. In many ways, they were okay but I think being slightly less attached gave me some really critical perspective that I needed to take steps to get out of those two situations I was in. So during the pandemic, I was able to shed the long-term relationship I was in plus the job I had. And because of that, it created more space and opportunity for a much better job that I really enjoy and hopefully a better partner to replace um, that person. So Third and final aspect of the past two years that I feel I've benefited from and learned from was the extra time that I had with my family that I wouldn't have had otherwise. So yes, while I recognize that we had to cancel several extended family gatherings, I also gained so much quality time with my immediate family that wouldn't have been possible during regular just non-pandemic times. I was quarantining and working remotely during 2020. um, And I was at home along with a couple of my siblings and it was quality time that I just would not have had. Um, And my younger brother who was meant to be studying abroad, shout out to Aiden if you're listening and you should be. (laughs) Um, Just kidding. But he was home taking online classes and that created more time that we could all share together. So that just wouldn't have happened if the pandemic didn't occur. So there are ways to certainly look at situations differently and more optimistically 
Um, you know, I will look back on that time and I still do. And it's time I cherish, um, you know, having that time with my family and I'm really grateful for it. Um, and so, you know, all of this said, I get it that figuring out what the positive things are, um, might take some reflecting, but I do think that we can all dig deep and see how the pandemic has affected us in less bleak ways. And I also think it's important to note here that I don't want to dismiss the very real ways that the pandemic has influenced people for the worse. I know, you know, depression, anxiety, suicide, isolation, financial troubles, relationship trauma, the list goes on and on. And I know people really got hit hard with some of those things. So if that's something that you're in the thick of, then obviously it's so difficult to find anything good that could have possibly come from COVID. Um, but you know, it's really important to, you know, prioritize our mental health. And part of that is finding the, the pieces of gratitude, the things that we're happy for. It might take some more time for you to see that, but I think for now, maybe just writing three things that you're grateful for right now, everyone can do that. Everyone can write three things, the beautiful sky, um, you know, a cup of coffee this morning, a roof over your head. You know, thinking about those things can alleviate almost immediately some of the gloomy thinking. Okay, so my reasons to be happy on this frigid, dark January day um, are though are through the lens of the pandemic. So I got more time with my family. I will truly look back on that time and and really just look fondly on that time. Um, I let go of a relationship and a job that didn't fulfill me. And I learned to be more present and grateful for simple things like the clear moon that I'm looking at right now, um, the smell of winter, that hot cup of coffee in my favorite mug, so many more things that I'm just so appreciative of. Anyway, what is your reason for joy today? And what hope and joy do you have for yourself now that we've lived through such a challenging time in history. Okay, that's all for now. And I thank you so much for listening. Bye.